Yeah, it's good stuff. I hate that they put the idea of Toby walking out of that portal in my head. I hate that the Redditors What I hate is that they've really just done a number on our fucking skulls. Because we started, when they they opened the door to this shit, I'm like, oh, now we're going to have a hundred different Spider-Man. Everyone had that voice. And now everyone goes, they're going to have a hundred different Spider-Man? Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I don't know what the fuck they did. I guess because Spider-Verse was good. We were all like, oh, well, I guess you could do that for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a very um, solid pitch of oh, this feels good and fun. And it silly. does feel good and fun. I do like that the barriers of what's a rule in a movie is we're we're done. Yeah, there's no we don't the franchises matter not even one little bit anymore. What do you mean? There's a, it's, it's a thin veil that is easily stepped through to go from like well no I mean Sam Raimi's movies are its own trilogy right. and and then the andrew garfield's very separate they did the separate thing sure. and then now they're like i don't fucking know. i think they just lived next door yeah. like <laughs> i think if you ask me they were probably near each other well, they did <laughs> i think they did a lot of that with with the x-men movies right where right. they're like yeah that also happened right but how how is it possible no but they also but they did they're that. friends right. and now here just look at this one now. it is like when i played with my toys yeah and they all just were, they lived near down the sure. street from each other. Batman used to be in the dining room now he's in the living room no, he lives in the living room now with rex from <laughs> yeah. <his> toy story <laughs> That's cool. He rides Rex. You want to talk about some some fucked up stuff? Talk about the Forky toy. It's a toy. What made you? What made? What did I just say that made you go? Do, like you want, do you want to talk about some fucked, fucked up, up shit? Stuff? Well, you were saying that like uh, th- that they've primed us for this or that like oh, I see, it's I fucked see. up. I see. Yeah, <laughs> Forky. Are we going right into we're talking no, about Forky and his can, fucking let's, soul? We can dance around. No. There's just they've. Oh yes. Yeah. Nick, sound Nick asked what's happening with Spider-Man Tobey Maguire. Basically, it's just been titillated that now that they're like breaching multiverse and it, multiverse was in the trailer for Spider Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now very possible that we could see Tobey Maguire again. Right. Including the theory that uh, Mysterio is actually from right. that, like if Raimi's universe. Right. And, and I mean, if Sony is really as serious about getting their hooks into this fucking franchise as, as I think they are. Um, it like, I mean, when I first saw something like that and I saw that pitched, it's okay. This is, this is that kind of weird fan art. That's like, it looks too much like the actors. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of take some pictures and, yeah, and put yeah, them. Yeah. I think it was like a picture of, of the three Spider-Man all standing yeah. near each other. It's just the promo shots from the movies. Um, but, but they're like weirdly painted. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's just like, this is something that's been posted on the internet. Like this exact style of weird right, offbeat this. image for 20 years. Like right. upwards. Of, we love this. And so for the first time. Okay. Yeah. Wolverine shaking hands with, you know, fucking Doc Ock. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, cool. Oh, I would watch that. That's yeah. cool. Are they friends? But yeah, so so if if I mean this is a good way for them to solidify their legacy but here's, in he, Spider-Man by having like, hey, uh, remember our Spider-Man? Here's the thing though. Spider-Verse gives me hope, right? Okay. Every other Spider-Man movie that they've done doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so, and I, what I mean by that is with this specific idea. Like, obviously, <clears throat> right. as much as we give them shit, they are responsible for the Raimi movies that we love to act like they right. were made by, like, some different machine, but it was still, it was them. It was Sony, it was Amy Pascal and yeah. AVA, right? Like, they were, it was, it was all them. Saying. It's the same players. Now, granted, it was also, like, Kevin Feige back then. Right. Because he was doing that shit. That and he countless was, right. unnamed but, creative even hands. still, it's just funny that we like have gotten so like, uh, what's the word, like the tribalness of it, but it's like, it is that the Disney thing of them owning everywhere now where right. we're like, yeah, take down avatars, Avengers. And it's like Disney being like, yes, <laughs> take down avatar. Yes. <laughs> Playing um, with fucking puppets. Yes, like, exactly. <laughs> Playing with the puppets. Um, 
That'll never no, happen. Ed, don't, please, no. don't be ridiculous. Ed, Ed, Norton, Ed, Ed Norton's, Norton's gone. No, he's, he's banished. Right. Uh, banished in the nether realm. Yeah. He's so chunky. <laughs> We're feeding them once per day now. They're so fat. That's all like you're supposed, right? I always, that's what you're like supposed to do. Like when you look at all the stupid boxes and shit and like when you go to the vet, they're like, yeah, you give them like a cup. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> I guess that's what true. you fit in that's your it. hand is what you feed them in there. And that's I what mean, they need. When I think about it, I look at the bowl and I'm like, that's not enough for me. And so yeah, I just right. assume exactly. that it's not enough for something yeah. that's one sixteenth my weight. Well, it's not, I'm not saying you were being like negligent. Yeah. I just, that's, it's, I think everybody's shocked when you're like, oh, what? Yeah. Because you also get it on the other side, where you're like you're only feeding them once a day. But honestly, it's the but same way. It's the same to... way with yourself. Like, yeah, right, <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Just like, right. oh, you know, just eating like a hamburger. You're to have a packed protein uh, greens meal, sure, and then you're set for life. This is stupid. Yeah, I know. We're not gonna talk about your cats on this fucking program. I do think more than anything, we're gonna hit like. We keep talking about like the superhero bubble, but it's become clear that superhero is merely the realm we exist upon and there is no bubble. And we just, that's where we live. And the bubbles are like the, the miniature genres and moments in the, in the movies and those will burst. No, no, no. Yeah. Drama is the new bubble. Right. We're going to stop seeing like, like multiverse. We will get sick of, Mm -hmm. it's going to stop happening but superheroes is forever now at this point. We fucked it. I, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say forever, but I do, it is I insane. I love the idea of romance. Like, there's no more, <laughs> right. like, love movies anymore. Right. No, 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 no. Honestly, though, but that's not that's not far off. What was the last? I, I guess, you know, you the get Netflix about three ones. of them per year. The Netflix ones, they're bringing them back. What? The rom-com. What have they done recently that's, like, a rom-com thing? Or is uh, this, like, to, all the, to all the boys I've... Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Been boys, boy. <laughs> all the boys I've been boys with before. <laughs> Just about a dude, like, reconnecting with lost friends. Yo, fucking Chris. I, don't I love know, Chris. I know nothing about the show, so I can't do, like, a clever uh, riff is parody that, here. Um, and then the, the ones that just came out, Always Be My Maybe. Sure. Um, which was funny. And mm-hmm. then that Keanu Reeves one that just came out. Uh, oh, wait, that's the same one, isn't it? Yeah, that's the same one. Keanu Reeves is in. He's in Always Be My Maybe. I like the Adam Sandler one, this murder mystery one. It's so simple and stupid. It's literally like they're a married couple. They go on like a boat and there's a murder and it's like truly laid out cartoonishly like a murder mystery book. And I was very into it. I was like, this is so dumb. Yeah. I, but I'm also, I want to know who did it. Yeah, it's like a send up of uh, Agatha Christie. I remember reading And they're it. really funny Who's in the, it. There's, there's someone, someone who wrote that has some kind of prestige to him. Oh, Steven Spielberg. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. What yeah. was it? What's he known for? Uh, I read, I read that he, he's, uh, and he ambles. He's an ambling man. I think he did, uh, planes. Oh, okay. It is fire weird. and rescue. It is weird. The planes is, is it recognized about, as a spinoff of cars? Yeah, I would like to talk about the planes. Is it actually is it recognized as a spinoff of cars, or is it just kind of like I think it is, is its own thing? I think it's its own thing, but I also think it's recognized by like all the eight year olds that saw it and right. didn't understand. Um, Those dumb little eight year olds that don't understand canon. How dare you not understand <laughs> the copyright law? The canon of cars. That's not even owned by the same parent company. <laughs> it's not even the same IP. You cannot play with them together. Yeah. <laughs> you keep them over here. Well, it's, it, it is very funny that it's just kind of the way things are now. Like, I like what you just said earlier about how this is just kind of the universe. Like, there's no, there's no bubble. Like, it's a, there's a weird, a weird trick of the eye, and all of a sudden you're inside the painting. <laughs> and <laughs> ah, the painting shit. is the real world, yes. Blue skidoo again. Yeah. 
<laughs> the first man that discovered he could skidoo. <laughs> so locked in there. Um, I want I want the Blues Clues origin film. Give me yeah. the give me the prequel to Steve. Oh, that's it. That's Whatever. all I got. <laughs> uh, I want to start somewhere else. We can't start the episode with this. Okay. I mean, we need to talk about can, something else. I can edit around. You don't want to talk about murder mystery? I don't want to talk about... We can talk about murder mystery. I'm done with it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lost I will do it if you ask, but I'm over it. I mean, I would... What do you, tell me about your trip to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I went to New Orleans. Oh, cool. That's cool. <clears throat> um, everybody said it was going to be really hot and bad, mm-hmm. and I said, I believe you. Sure. And you know, then I got there, and I was still like... I get it now why everyone <laughs> was like very in my face about it. You know, it was they, so hot. They say it's the big easy, but it's more like the big PU. Am I right, fellas? It's a stinky city. Very, very uh, sewerish. And, and the smell carries the, the stench in the air, but it's a very storied city. It is a very storied city. We went on a ghost tour. Um, cool. And it was an incredible experience not mm. not because he didn't show up it scared me or anything i was i was scared to go on it i was like i'm i'm very susceptible to that stuff if you put my brain in the rhythm of ghosts, <laughs> just suggestion yeah yeah like it just if i start if i spend a night really like walking around and thinking about ghosts it's i'm gonna keep doing that right. i'm very it's very easy for me and but then we get there and and it's this old woman we get we get put with this old woman there was it was so overbooked there was like so many people walking around you were, we were running into groups the whole time we were doing it and this old woman is like very please, weird looking as big circle follow glasses. me to the center of the room and then the yeah. painting started to stretch yeah I meant to say we went in onto a haunted mansion yeah. tour um and I was like oh, I was like oh this is gonna be great this creepy old lady is gonna like tell us about ghosts around New Orleans never been here old city older than America this fucking rules mm-hmm. um. And then she like starts the first story and she's like, the ghosts in New Orleans like to steal your shoes. You know? And I'm like, <laughs> where we were, and you watch, like I looked around everybody in the group and they were all like, oh no. <laughs> it was everybody at the same time realized that we paid to be here for an hour and a half with this person. <laughs> and it was like, you can't, I'm like, you could theoretically, like you're just walking around the city. You're not like chained to these people. It's not, you're on a, you're not on a ride. You could theoretically, like, I almost kind of wish that we had like right when she did, when she started saying stupid <laughs> stuff like that, we just like about faced yeah. and walked across the street <laughs> and just like went into a bar. <laughs> like, yeah, cheers. But so she kept going. We're like, Oh no. And of course, you know, you're polite. It's just that weird social thing of like, Oh no, we've, like you don't want to hurt someone's feelings and we've paid to be here. So I guess we're going to just like stick it out. Right. And so we're walking around and she just, every story, like you could tell that she was like embellishing it. Like she had gone through like a class of how to tell a ghost story and involve the audience. And she was like being like, um, like here is at the, at prisons in new Orleans, there would be criminals. So like you, sir, you would have been a rapist. <laughs> and, and everybody was like, fucking hell lady. Like Jesus Christ. Like literally like would have been, <laughs> it was uh. very, it was very upsetting. And it was so animated and all the stories would like start normal where it was like, and the warden walked down the hallway and he just kept hearing this, this sound. And this is, how the story was told that he just kept hearing this sound, this metal sound, and he walked around a corner and then he stepped in a bucket and slipped and <laughs> ghosts are afraid of water. Moving on. And we were like, and you sir would be a rapist. <laughs> was like, yes, I get it. Thank you. And then we get to the ending. So the whole crescendo, this, it, we, it just was like, so it felt like school. You know, like when you're in a, you're in a lecture, like Shannon described it like this, you're in a lecture where you, you, you care, like the subject matter 
is interesting enough, but you do realize you keep wandering off and then like you realize the professor's making eye contact with you and mm-hmm. you're like, oh yes, they move your shoes. Of course we understand. <laughs> and then the very ending, the, the, the lead up this whole hour and a half, her, her big roller coaster she was taking us on, we get to the top and we're in front of that Lalori Lalori house. What's it called? The sure. Lalori. It's a, the famous one with the this the this crazy lady. Lalori Larue. Yeah, tortured slaves, and her husband was a doctor. And blah blah blah. She told the story very strangely. Like Shannon told me the story after it was like the guy was a doctor, and they were like experimenting on the slaves, and like truly fucked up once the, the place caught on fire, and the the people they found in there were like mangled and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And like the version she told was like she would get mad at her slaves and put them in a in a cage. And that was like kind of it. And I, I didn't know any better. So I was just listening and being like, wow, that's fucked up like, wow. <laughs> in a cage even. And then, um, she goes in, and I don't know if you all know this, but, um, Nicholas Cage. And I immediately was like, well, fuck yeah. What are we doing? That's what he's named after. Had, the cages that they used to lock the <laughs> slaves in. I did not see it coming. So she goes, Nicholas Cage owned this house. Apparently it's like a big fact. And I kind of, as she started talking, I was like, his wife oh, kept the slaves. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, I kind of remember people saying this. He, he owned, he loves weird shit. He mm. spent his money very strangely. Um, and she's like, and he lived in this house and it drove him mad. And you can trace all of his bad decisions in his career to living in the haunted slave house. Sure. And now like, yeah, you like laugh. So as she said that too, I, I went like, huh, and then realized she was not, this was serious. <laughs> like this, she really was like, did you see next? Yeah, she was exactly. She was like, and then he made national treasure too. And it was fine. fine with the first one. <laughs> we're like, Oh my God. And I, I looked at Shannon. And I was like, there was no fucking way in hell. I would have been able to tell you this is where we were going to end up because then she goes as the the final symbol crash of the scariest thing that she could work up for this ghost tour was like, and then Nicholas Cage will die someday <laughs> and he will haunt this house. And so you'll be in new Orleans and maybe you'll hear the cries of Nicholas Cage, the actor <laughs> Stealing your shoes, <laughs> <laughs> and and then she just went I'm like, "I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire!" It was truly wild. And then she just like, we thought maybe there was like going to be more, and she went like, "So tips are appreciated." <laughs> and, and then she even even better. We're like, we're all silent. No one walked over to her to give her a tip. Shannon's mom. Shannon's mom did. She was, uh, maybe people did. I we turned. Why away. am I frowning? This lady's an insane person it that was, held you hostage. She wasn't. Here's the thing. She wasn't. I wish I could say that she was like truly like like crazy. I just think she was like an old lady that was trying to be scary, but Aww. also goes to church every day. So right. like didn't know how to like what yeah. the me- middle ground there was. And uh, we walk across. The street, we're like, all right. I guess like we're gonna at least go walk over to the spooky. House. This was like not scary at all. Let's at least go near the building mm-hmm. to like maybe get scared. So we're all walking towards the building, trying to kind of get away from her so we can start talking shit like about like how I am right now. We were very excited to talk to each other about it. <laughs> and then we get to, in front of the house and um, we realize she's like walking right next to us. And then she like lifts up her car keys and you hear beep beep. And she just gets into like a white Honda Accord in front of this haunted house and drives away. Like it was just so like all illusions yeah. that she was like this, this person obsessed with ghost stories and stuff. It was like, and then Nicholas Cage will haunt us. Goodbye. I got to get gas on the way home. Like it was, 
it was a bummer, but it did get like, it was so much fun to talk about it afterwards. And then we did end up going into a haunted bar and it scared the shit out of me. So that was oh, fine. What was haunted about the bar? Not as exciting as sure. the lady's story. That's a really good story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tim. Kish. Who's here? Me. Tom okay. Farah. The duo. Two duo. People. Woody and Buzz. How you doing? <laughs> nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. She's Jesse, the old lean cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye, he's on his horse. Man, she sounded old in this one. They I, all did, They dude. all sound so <laughs> old. There was just like a little bit of dust in everyone's throat. <laughs> It's good. Toy Story 4. That's the one we Toy saw. Toy Story just 4. Came out. It's been a while. Hey, it, it, so something that just immediately uh, brined my britches is that it has been longer between 3 and this one than it was between 2 and 3. You're not you're joking. I'm not joking. 8 years between 2 and 3 and 9 years between 3 and 4. That's not true, Tim. It is true. When did the second one come out? It came out in 2010. For the second, Toy Story, Toy Story 2, 2 came out in 2002. No, it came out in 1999. Story... Watch this. Watch what happens in front of us. No, you're right. No, 1999. You are right. Toy Story 1 came out in like 96. <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> none, none of this yeah. is true. I guess it is a... You really Let's just... Think it's 11 how years. did you launch well, into that fact? I thought it was 2002. So much but you know what it was? Uh, it's Shrek came out in 2002. That's why... That's oh, where I'm getting... Right. I, I don't even think that's true. I think it's I think it came out in 2001 as well. Um, but you yeah. know what did come out in 2002? What? Spider-Man. Wow, you're right. No. Yes, it did. <laughs> I'm positive. You can't, what are you doing? I just think it's funny to challenge your authority now. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, so it, it's been a significant time, but not the longer amount of time yes, no, as it was, it's been previously reported. It was definitely longer. Well, what's weird is that it's not, it's not that much longer, though. Right. I mean, because it was, what, 1999 to 2010, so that's so 11, 11 years. years, and mm-hmm. this was nine, nine years. years. Yeah. But this one takes, like... It's like not, it's like a year after the sure. third one. Yeah, like a direct. Technically, right? Sure. Because Bonnie's still like, yeah, it's a direct the same. sequel. There's yeah. no real time skip there. Yeah. They figured it out, man. They they sure did. Okay. So they I guess figured it out. I'll just roll right into it. And so off the top, I, I just want to talk about um, just the, the, the stats that we always. That I want to start doing. Yeah, that we these, always do. That we always do. You can't I trick used to me. Do it. <laughs> you can trick to everyone listening. But I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, two hundred million made two hundred fifty-eight over the weekend, which is very, very nice. So it's already Lord. you know made us money. That's cool. Um, who this guy? Josh Cooley. Do you know who this is at all? Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs> he has. Uh, he makes. Uh, he made a movie with them. He did a thing with them before. Okay, he did Inside he did. Out. Yep, that's right. Sure. Working on. No, it's just working on Pixar's animated film, directing the short film Riley's First Date, and feature directorial in 2019 with the fourth installment of Toy Story franchise. Right, he did short, right? I, he did, he I did. would love to see what their like corporate structure looks like. You know what I how mean? How they pick the directors? Yeah, how they find talent and how they promote talent. Because they find people... That like they, they somehow managed to identify them before they're a known quantity, like even even online necessarily. Yeah, like a lot of um, these, I mean they they all have they all have. I think it's portfolios. It seems to me that it starts from the artistry, like the technical. Are you a good animator, or are you a good, like 
they all seem to be artists in general. Right. They all seem to be able to like draw and stuff. And they started doing something else at Pixar before they were even, cause like now you see the people who are getting the shorts are like, Oh, she was a storyboard artist right. on so-and-so. And now she's making this one. And so it's all very insular. I mean, like it's very like, and I think there's, there's something to be said for if you spend your career as a young person learning from those movies yeah. and that's your professional environment. That's like the people you're working with and all the movies you work on are Pixar movies of course you tune into that yeah. tone and you get a grip on like what they also, they're still like, you know, everybody gives Marvel and these other places like so much shit for being a machine, but like Pixar is like fucking well, a meat grinder as well, but, but they it, just keep making good. Sh- they, the, it but ends not, up not necessarily. Not I all think, the time. I think that they've had a couple of misfires over Certainly. the recent years. It's it, even if it, even if things weren't explicitly misfires, they certainly felt like a little, uh, little off flavor, mm-hmm. a little off brand. Um, and that's, that's why I just want to remark on this one about how, it's back like yeah. the, the magic this is has like a real real true sweetness to it in a yeah. way that it, it, the, the fourth entry in a franchise probably shouldn't have yeah. like they really thought um i did want to double back to a point you just made about like somebody working uh, from within uh mm-hmm. in, within the company that's why i think the rashida jones thing was really weird at first do you remember because when this was first yeah, announced, it was, it was that she was writing yeah. the story. Wasn't it her? It was her and somebody else. And now she's far back in the story credits by the time mm-hmm. that this whole thing came out. So I think she's the first name listed story by, but I think there's four other names. Mm. So this has gone over you know, quite a few revisions in the nine years. Um, first started hearing about this, I guess, in like 2016. Mm-hmm. So this is this has been like a very strange road to get here, but I, I'm glad they really figured it out. I would say I like this better than three. I haven't seen three since it was out. Really? Yeah. I just I just recently I, rewatched it. I'm I don't know I don't know how I feel about that. I think that um, it's interesting. I think that I had more fun with this one. Like, I think I'm more interested in the premise of this one than I am of three. Like mm-hmm. when I I think that's probably what stopped me from watching three again too. Is like them ending up in a preschool and like the whole Lotso story. Like I'm just a little tired, like tired when I think about watching it again. I don't know why. And like, obviously sure. it's a great movie and it was very emotional. Made me fucking cry. It's a stressful. But like just, this one, I'm more like, there's something more fun to me about, Oh, they're truly like out in the world. Like, right. And they're on this road trip and they're at a fucking carnival, which is cool. That's mm-hmm. just a very like smart, like I love what these, I love when you see the conceptual check marks of like, what would be cool? Where would be a neat place? If we're going to make another toy story where somewhere they haven't been before right. and where somewhere that's fun and visual and cool. And, and also like, plausible for toys to be. Totally. And I, and I think that the hanging up plushes awesome. and, and thing that's a, and it's wild. Um, we didn't like see that yet. It's quite a brilliance. Yes. Isn't it weird? Like we got four movies and yeah. we never did like carnival toys right. like, or, or like, I know maybe that sounds stupid because there's a million different kinds of toys, but like, it is funny. That's like, it almost seems obvious. Yeah. So it's cool when it's cool that they hit that. And I think this one, I'm just, I'm very, I'm very enchanted by the the sheer funness of it. Mm-hmm. The sheer like adventure of it's the fork is trying to get away and I'm trying to get him back. And like, yeah. I know that obviously it's, it's dealing with very heavy stuff, but it's interesting that I will say this is my big swing. I'm not sure that the, the theme or the moral of this was for me. I don't think that it was, I think this very much feels like, there's almost maybe a bigger gap in this than even maybe like Toy Story 3 or the other ones or Toy Story 2. Like they're all sort of about like when you look at it, like the the arc of of Woody is like the arc of a grown 
it's like an adult person. Like mm-hmm. the first one is like someone coming in and taking your job or whatever, or your legacy from you. And you're, you're like, you were the, the golden person, you were the boss. And then someone came in and is now the boss mm-hmm. and you didn't want that to happen. And the second one is like, Oh, like you, you're more special than you realize. And like your, your days are limited. They've been dealing with this whole thing of like that, Woody's days are numbered since the first one. Right. The second one was like, he gets a rip on his arm and gets put on the shelf and, and Andy forgets about him when he goes to camp or whatever. And then the third one is like, Andy's they've been in a bot and they've been in the toy chest for 10 years or whatever. Right. Like th- that's been the arc of all of these. But then this one, for some reason I felt this huge disparity between the fun of like, you could just watch this at surface level and it's a fun adventure where toys are running around. And then there's like this huge theme about being old. Mm-hmm. Like, it very much feels like, I don't know. It's not a coincidence that they talk about the kid. Like when they say, Oh, you have a kid like that just in every day right. when it's not toys saying this in we, that's when someone has a child and they're like yeah. talking about like having raised a child. So like every time they're like, Oh, you have a kid. Oh, that's so great. And like, Oh, I used to take care of this. I used to take care of my kid and now they're going off and they're doing things that I'll never see. Mm-hmm. And it, and like, that's, it feels like it's, a, it's like a parent story. Yes. I, it, Okay, so first I want to address that I, I think it's annoying. You're talking cool. about too much. <laughs> yes, this movie's stupid. Yeah, uh, I mean you're you're talking about taking a bigger bite than you're willing to chew here. But I don't know if I'm confer- no. no 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 not you personally. Um, but they confirm that Woody is made in the fifties. I don't know, nineteen fifty nine or something. Andy's his first kid, right? That, like, isn't, that the, isn't this the time to, like, address that? Like, wouldn't this be the movie to address right. that? Of just, like, oh, maybe, like, moving on. But I guess maybe the last one would have also been. So right, you it's, think- it's just, like, you, you, I, there's this is so stupid, right? I understand how nitpicky I'm being, but there's there's questions about the Toy Story universe that, like, Dude, kind of disrupt the, the whole theme of the thing. We're four in. Of course there's questions. Right. Like, yes, can't, exactly. How can we not? And that, like, like, that's why. And I love the beat that this movie ends on of ask me anything. How are we alive? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's thought about it. And yeah. don't think about it. It's OK. And that's like the, I feel like that's a really funny coded to the whole thing. Um, but as to what you're as to your point about, like this whole thing is a feeling of being old and it's about like having a kid. I think that the, they do a good job of establishing that toys are like a pseudo parental figure. Like they don't have that kind of parental love and, but they do have that protection and they, and they care about their kid. Right. And, and mostly it's about them kind of having like a sense of purpose. Yeah. Like when, when they, you know, they, they actually have the kid. Um, so I, I think that whereas the first three movies are the arc of Woody serving his purpose, like as a kid to support Andy and, and mm-hmm. like assuming he's never had a kid before he served his like purpose that a toy would usually do. And now is ready to move on to the next phase of his life, like truly put it behind him. Cause right, like, but- cause the third one is sending your kids off to college, right? Yeah. This is retiring. This is saying like, well, what, what the fuck do I do now? And like clearly needing to step aside and let the, the younger generation take over and just go off and have an adventure and enjoy your life. Or help people however you right. can. And but I th- think that that is the best coda for this whole possible series that you could have got. But it's so it. funny to me. Like, I do think I've never, as much as, you know, Woody is very sympathetic, obviously, like from the beginning, even, even in the first one, he's very shitty in the first one. Like he's very bitter and like kind of an asshole uh, yeah, in the like first cocksure. movie. Like, yeah. But you you understand that anger. You understand being like pushed aside. It's funny that I'm like, I should. I feel like I should now watch the first Toy Story because mm-hmm. I feel like now that's kind of it's like sort of for me about like you know you're at a point where you're like your career is like starting. You have this established role or whatever, or you want something, and then you're 
you're suddenly neck and neck with other people right. who want to do the same thing and like, oh, maybe I'm not, you know, going to be in the position I thought I, you know, I thought I would be or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like now I feel like, okay, that's for me. But it's so funny as we're talking about, it, I'm like, man, all the themes of this, they're, they're like for adults, like the, like, I don't really connect with this thing of like losing my purpose or like, what, what if I've fulfilled my purpose? Like, right. how could I possibly? Mm-hmm. When, when we're as young as we are, like, yeah. I can't, I just like, it's, I can't even really wrap my brain around that. I, I can obviously sympathize with it cause it's a movie and these are characters and it's like fascinating, but it is funny to have such an adult, like, and I think it's explicitly adult. I don't think there's a way to shake around that feeling like you've served your life's right. purpose and now you're bored or like, aren't sure what to do. And you can't really let go of that. Your, that sure. your time is up, which I find, I find in a fascinating thing. The reason it's, it, even rubs me like I, you know, if, if we were watching a drama, some whatever Joaquin Phoenix movie where it was like literally about this, and it's this guy who served his purpose and isn't sure, and he can't let go of it, he still wants to yeah. like be the hero and blah blah blah. I would probably be more like, wow, so like I'm like I felt kind of like connected to it or whatever. But it's so funny, like the big gap between toys running around and fighting a cat with like should I die now? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, I, it's, very, it's huge. And I'm not, I'm, I know it sounds like I'm giving, this is like a criticism. I, 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 it's not, I think it's like, I find it just fascinating, truly that they're doing this. Yeah. I find it that the twist, it's a weird franchise. Oh, I, I love it just cause it feels so fucking old. It feels it's so like, old. Do you remember the way that things would get made and have like a really creepy, strange, mature theme dead in the center of it. We just had to fucking deal with it. Yeah. That's what I like about this. And I guess, you know, it's funny, maybe I'm being like, I'm trying to like open my mind and not see it in this, in this, this narrow way that I'm talking about it being like only for someone who's old and has lived their life. Sure. But I would like, love to hear, like, would you say it's just by, it's just by sheer exposing it to, to kids, like exposing this kind of feeling to kids as they watch these kind of movies that then they're like. I also think that you could take a lot of different things from it. I mean, sure. anyone can relate to like needing someone or having a, a, a deep connection with someone that maybe was severed and like understanding what it feels like. You could read it as you're too old and you got to move on. You could just also read it as the baseline of just moving on, period. Right. Just from anything difficult, anything that you once loved that you can't have anymore. Right. Um, yeah, obviously, when you look deeper, it does clearly become about like moving on in your life. Right. <laughs> like when when the when the storybook is closed, you got to keep living. You don't yeah. just die. Yeah. Um. Interesting, interesting movie. It is, and it's. It it gave me pause in a way that I did not really did not expect to. I I was crying quite a few yeah. times in this. It choked me up quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And and Tony Hale is great as Forky. <laughs> Insanely funny. Yeah. Um, I, the the ending too. I'm like, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit because like, I, I, in the same breath that I want to say, I think it's like perfect. I'm a, like frustrated by it. I sure. I literally I think it's like it's beautiful because it's heartbreaking. It's like oh my god, like Woody and Buzz, like Woody's leaving right. Buzz Lightyear, uh-huh. like he's gonna just be on his own. Now. What? That's what this whole franchise has been for the most part you could argue that that kind of, they did kind of drop like i think the first one is so much about woody and buzz and then even the second one's like buzz is like well woody would come looking for me so i'm gonna go look for him yeah and then the third one's kind of like not about them yeah they sideline him pretty quickly yeah yeah he does the the whole the uh, fiesta buzz thing yeah he does fiesta buzz in that one and this one he's he's it's funny that that's that that's lasted his night na- naivety yeah night naivety yeah. sure because like like a, uh uh 
inability to process things not literally inner voice is very funny yes that was funny very funny but it is it is weird that it's like this is an arc for two movies ago for buzz right and I, this is a weird you know i'm i'm right going into the character arc of buzz lightyear here over the course of a franchise i understand mm-hmm. this is hot territory but it is a little like it's fair when they're when they're dealing with this much grown-up stuff yeah. you're allowed to like pick into what you wanted them to deal with earlier or whatever but it's like yeah i guess i guess so it, it it's, fu- it's a total nitpick i'm not gonna act like it's not but it's just it is something to just like chew on for a second yeah and also i wonder how much it is incredibly funny that the top build movie or the top movie of the weekend has uh tim allen <laughs> it's like one of the yeah, top stars that he's stuck around like incredibly like a mostly maligned man uh yeah. in the entertainment industry yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is weird that he that he jumped into the, like that but i mean and if you were to talk about like old things uh needing to like step out of the way to kind of like the needs to step sure. aside. There you go. um no but the, it, chris pratt should voice buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> all right that's yeah i hear you loud and clear uncancelable chris pratt yeah. um but yeah the, to the the old voices thing i did want to double back to that <laughs> holy shit dude yeah you know what's funny is Get these I, people some honey and tea <laughs> I didn't notice it. Shannon, like, Shannon noticed it before I did. I, I'm very. Pause. I, yeah. Like there's a couple Tom Hanks moments where I'm like, oh, he's guys. <laughs> we got to save Bonnie. Tim Allen sounds mostly, mostly normal, but it was. Um, yeah. Cause he's sort of always been putting on a deeper, like, uh, da, 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 da. right. You know, but uh, like how he sounds. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm still so... You would think that this would make me more susceptible to realizing that their voices sounded different right away, but I'm so... I loved a Toy Story. I mean, I love Toy Story. This was the one I was truly obsessed with. I had, like, every yeah. toy from Toy Story. I had a hundred different Woodies and Buzzes and different colors and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was truly obsessed with this franchise mm-hmm. from the first two, you know? And then the third one was perfect because we was the we've talked about this I think about beef before. It was the day we graduated from high school. Sure, we like went after our graduation to watch Toy Story three and like wanted to kill ourselves. Yeah. like it was just it was like oh my god. <laughs> see, yeah. see, the real fucked up part is that like we thought it was something special. <laughs> We're right. like, this is it. I am also Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, oh my god, I'm also Andy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect. That's what's so weird. There is this, and it's not a bad thing. I think I'm just noticing now as we're talking, like, it's so funny that that track so fucking perfectly for our age who saw Toy Story when we were three and then yeah. Toy Story 2 when we were like six or whatever it was. Like, it's so wild that then the third one like synced up perfectly for us of, of whoa, we're graduating too. We're letting go of childish things. And the whole movie being like letting go and like, oh, I'm forgotten, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We, we were so ready for it. But like, then the fourth one is like, did you just... No, it was my phone. Sure. I, <laughs> Your phone farted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I lost my train We of got thought. to this one. We get to, That one was so synced up perfectly for us, but I don't feel like this one is like thematically synced up to our age at all. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> But I don't know why, why I do you like, say that incredulously. I'm, like, hang on, this movie isn't so speaking to me personally. But this is again, Tim. We're talking about a movie about yeah. fucking toys. I guess when the last one did, animated toys, the last one did everything except go Dom Farah. Yeah, Dom Farah from New Jersey. You are going to college. You are Andy, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They basically did that. But but it's again, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm I'm just realizing it. 
this whole movie, like if we, if Toy Story one came out next week and then the three years went by and then two or three, two came out and then the 10 years and three and then 10 more years and four, we would be lined up like perfectly to be old men watching Toy Story four and being like, God damn, what if it, I am, what if I've done everything I'll ever do? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it just isn't like now we're seeing you get it. a Pixar there and be like, Hey guys, I got a pitch for you. Yeah. Next year, put out Toy Story <laughs> One. Toy Story One. Retroactively take all that stuff out. Do I sound stupid? I'm not trying to even like. Again, it's not a complaint. I do, I no. You don't sound stupid. I don't think I quite understand what your point is, and it, you're delivering it in a nonsensical way. Thank but you. But you don't sound stupid. Thanks a lot. You can just cut all that sure. then. No, that's fine. Um, what else? I liked. It was good. I love the toys animation. It's, I love Woody so running around. I love the click of his little dang booties on different materials. Yep. I love how they fucking flop and fly. I, I hate that I am at a point, though, where I'm not even, like, noticing it. Unless unless they're doing something particularly fascinating. I, on my first watch, I'm just totally, I was 100% in it. And mm. watching the characters react and act and do what they do and watch at least 100% narrative watch. Through. It's just so... And it, that's a, both a positive and a negative because it's reached a point of, of like technical... <laughs> you just so you just expect it? Yeah, like it's, well, it's reached a point of technical, technical fidelity where my eye isn't going like, holy shit, look at these. Yeah. What is this? I realized it a couple times in the beginning, the shot of Woody and Bo under the car. Yeah, and the cat in front of the light where you could see all of his fur right, and it's right, like, right. yeah, look, it looks very cool. Right. Um, yo, something I thought was really, really cute is that the trailer scene with the cat where they've torn the, the, By the, way. the creature in half, uh, and it goes, is that what we look like on the inside? They see his other half later in the movie yes. and he's alive and he's fine. Yeah. And I was, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, that is really that's nice. That's so nice. They had, I noticed that too. I was like, wow. So they're not, they're okay with like bringing up existential terror to these to the children watching this. But they this. can never but like, die. But Make if no one, mistake. a toy does not get ripped in half, and then that's it. Sure. Although they blow fucking Combat Carl to hell in the first one. We literally watch him explode. Oh, yeah. He's not alive, though. Like, you just, you just, oh, it's a Combat Carl. And then he blows up and pieces of his body hit the fucking window. <laughs> this is rare as happens. Oh, the, the Combat Carl high five. That was good. Is incredible. That was a good um, bit. Incredible visual bit. <laughs> it was good. Never referenced, never nodded to. It's just yeah. unless you're watching it, you don't see it. Uh, it it's, this is very uh, cynical, but I feel like the 2019 version of that joke is, oh, come on, man. You can't leave me hanging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just the fact that they just blew and, over it and kept going. It was just a fucking piece of animation. Right. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No reference. Yeah. Good. I really liked. I mean, I'm just this is it's Toy Story. It's like we're we're obsessed in movies and and so few of them do it well. Cause like now I feel like in the same way that we're like at the same time we're like so exhausted by new lore and teaching us rules of how things work or how things do. But we like I feel like we love a secret world. Mm -hmm. We love Oh, look, they use rubber bands. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? sure. like, we're just, I feel that's like been such a movie thing forever. Like we love small things that, that are, and they live behind us and we never like see them. You know what I mean? What's the, um, what's the book with the, small things with, with the mouse, us? mouse nights, red wall, you know what that is? Know the red wall series. No. Can you back me up on this? No, I guess same thing with watership down. Yeah, like, like like little creatures. They have their own world, and they're yeah. they're using uh, toothpicks as swords. That yeah, we bit. love that. Yeah, we love that. We love it. I don't know why we do. Why? What is that? Look at, th thinks it's a man. Look, what is that? 
That's not a shoelace. That's a piece of string. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be that. It was just piece. No, I mean, now it's even smaller. Right. He's trying to make shoes. Right. Cool. He's making shoes out of thimbles and shit. It's adorable. Stop. So cute. Stop. So You're pitching cute. me on it already. Can I? Can we jump back to when you said, yo, you want to know what was so cute? Yeah. Like the, <laughs> the intensity of, I've never heard anyone say that. I should not smash the table <laughs> with my joy. <laughs> That's, I understand why Vikings did that. It's good. Yeah, it feels good. It's good. It feels good when you don't care about property. Sure. It's, a, it's freeing. <laughs> it's freeing as hell. I did think, speaking of not caring about property and these toys and who cares about them, the um the Gabby Gabby thing of oh, like weird. you would think that that would be the time Woody would be like like you'd think he would be like oh before Andy I was like on a shelf for like decades like I never thought I would find someone and you mm-hmm. never know what happens it does really want like I always had assumed that he that Andy wasn't or maybe Andy wasn't the first kid but it seems like it is yeah I mean he he seems awful attached to him. You would think he would still be talking about, you know, fucking Arnold or whoever his first kid was. Yeah. I I mean, again, it's one of these things where you're running up on the lore of the universe. And it is so like, I do feel pedantic for going like, hey, what's uh, what's really up with this? I guess ultimately, maybe it doesn't matter. I think if you really buy into the lore of the universe or you really buy into like the, Mm -hmm. the how how firm the universe holds itself together maybe but it clearly doesn't like they're but clearly just using this as a conduit to tell rule, the kind of story they want isn't there a rule about something about the box too maybe what he was in his box that long because mm. isn't it like they don't live until they're out of it I, I have no idea i think they purposely don't establish like i think so a lot no in the second think, one i think in the second one because buzzes in there's all the buzzes in their boxes uh, yeah, yeah that's true and only the one that's on the display comes alive and fucks him right. up and then puts him back in a box but i think the whole gabby gabby story gabby i think the whole gabby gabby storyline is weird just in general it is because yeah. ultimately like so the theme of it I, I thought was going to be that you don't need to be perfect to find someone who will love you and find someone who will cherish you and mm-hmm. you know she thinks if I just fix this one thing about myself and then that'll fix everything and I'll, I'll be able to find someone that loves me um, but like the the way that she goes <laughs> it, it's creepy it's like weird that she like takes well, his voice box away from him that's, and I also don't know what that represents for him thematically to have that voice box taken away just can't they can't do it anymore I know but does that mean anything to him like, is that, is that significant in any way to him? His it's just like voice getting rid of the part of him that was like telling him that I, he had to stay with Andy. I guess that's true. Or it I is mean, his, with it's Bonnie. an inner voice. Yeah. I did like that when he says Andy and he means Bonnie. Wow. Awesome. I, guess, I guess I didn't even get that read where yeah. it's literally, you know, the, they keep referencing the internal parts as the inner right. voice. It was creepy when they were, when they talked about it so blatantly. Yeah. Like, well, and then like she's just like, like approaching him and it's like, I need this from the you. box. And my, he submits. Yeah. And I'm just like, isn't this what usually happens? Like it's weird to submit to the villain and have it just work out. Totally well, fine. but this fine. is the thing that they're doing. This is why in number four, as we were all sick of the good guy who turns out to be a bad guy, it was fun to do bad guy. Who's like, not as bad as we thought. And then, right. we, then we care about her at the end. Yeah. They're still bad, but we kind of understand what they're doing. And right. ultimately what they're doing is not that terrible. They, they are very quick to show that Woody is not like, horrified that they stole that from inside right of him. it was really scary though when they were like first getting it out of him yeah like when like when tearing he's tearing out of his back yeah, yeah when he's like caught on the, the between the setting my god sure it is funny that it made like these stupid toy rules that they've set up we get like i was gasping mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like when when he like falls onto the cat i'm like <gasps> <laughs> oh no 
The kitty's gonna scratch him. I, uh... I remember thinking, though, in the second Toy Story, I remember being, like, a little shitty kid and being like, couldn't Woody have jumped out of that high-rise building? He would have lived. Yes. He's plastic and fabric. He would have just, like, bonk, like, hit the ground and, like, stood up. And this, I guess this is what I mean, where you really press all the movies, you'll find that none of it quite makes sense. Man, they're so fun. Yeah. The second one's so fun. They are so fun. They end fun. up at an airport. Ugh. Dude, I, and I cannot tell you, you chase a how, plane. how relieved I am that this turned out well, because I, I really disliked the trailer for this. I mean, we were talking the about is very strange. The edit is just, you know, it's joke, 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 joke. Every scene is like interspliced with audio from a separate scene to give like yeah. that kind of weird, uh, like trailer narrative thing that they're yeah. building. You know what I mean? A sub narrative yeah. within the trailer, um, which I know I never love. Uh, but wow, the, the movie, it just hit its mark. Um, there's a, there's a fair amount of like silence in the movie. I want to say like, it, it's not just I mean, constantly people talking oh, yeah. and constant jokes. There's, it's, it's got a real nice flow to it as a movie and real nice pacing. And, and you know, it's 90 minutes. So I love that. I like the two, they, they did a good job of showing us Woody's resistance to, to letting go. Like truly they did like, they really drilled it in because they drilled it into the point where at the end where they fight the cat, Forky's still in there or who someone's mm. yeah Forky's still in there they're outside and Woody's like we got to go back in and everyone's like what the fuck is wrong with you and even because I feel like as the audience at that point we're a little like I mean, dude like figure something else out or right. like at least let everybody regroup before you're like just jumping right back in to get torn up again mm-hmm. and I think like I thought that was a very interesting thing in a movie like the idea that I felt like we were like at the rescue scene and it's ins- it's funny that they they truly fail mm-hmm. like in a huge way. Yeah, it's cool. It it is cool, and it, it just really plays with with the structure of these kind of things. And and mm. I think that this will be looked back on with a lot of reverence. And I think, I, so I think it's not only is it probably the best of the franchise in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, had some really, really solid, true laughs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also, it's just... Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. You're smelling wings. Yeah, dude, I truly am. There's wings <laughs> next to me. Um, a gust. <laughs> I got a gust. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was just saying that I think this will be looked back upon as as being one of the, the best of the franchise, and, and I think that... I don't think it'll be truly appreciated just how big of a feat it is to do this for the, mm. at, at the fourth movie. Yeah. More than 20 years into a franchise. I can't believe Buzz didn't go with him. Yeah. I, I literally like, I spent the whole time like walking out of the theater. I was like wrecked. I was like, why didn't Buzz go with him? Really? Yeah. It really fucked me up. Like I just, it's such a, but I think it's Buzz is a new toy still. And he gets but, played with, with by Bonnie. Bonnie I know. I, I do understand that. I do understand that. But I kind of thought, I thought Buzz going with Woody would be the middle ground of like letting go, but like still having yeah like loyalty to your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's sad. Sure. I just like to believe that because he's with these carnivals that travel around, they'll, they'll, they'll meet see each again. other again. Sure. In this big world. Because well, Woody does seem to, it was crazy when it was like, we're five miles from the campsite and he's like, yeah, I can make that. And like just jumps out of the car and is like nose roads. Yeah. <laughs> like what, like he just know he knows how to and get, distances. get around. He's like booking flights and shit. <laughs> yeah. Good. 
Um, but that's the stuff that's cool. Like they did a good job of, they know we're four, four movies in. It was kind of interesting to see, like we still feel the threat, but not nearly as much in this one. Mm -hmm. The threat of like, they're outside. Like that's kind of gone now. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, they're outside. Woody knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like he's just so like, like worn down by how many times he's been on this adventure. Sure. Or, oh, I'm lost again <laughs> for the fourth time since 1996. Yeah. I want to talk about Forky for a second. Um, I can't tell if maybe this is something I'm making up in my head, something I inferred from like the, the initial teaser, but it seems like this whole thing, it seems like the question of what makes a toy a toy was more at the forefront of this at one point. You know what I mean? I, I think so too. Like yeah. him, you don't, you don't introduce that character unless you're kind of looking to explore that. And they do, right. I guess they touch on a little bit of it. Just, it doesn't really matter it's she it's it's she's put the importance into you so it doesn't really matter right. what it is you are now you are a toy and yeah, now you if, have a purpose what if she played with a cup yes with no face sure but and but it does certainly it seem do, like <laughs> just this fucking poor being living in darkness sure and maybe i mean that's that's a very good reason of maybe why they didn't run down that that right. like uh, but there's toys that don't talk or she premise. doesn't talk yeah well but there's a difference between Toy that doesn't talk and toy that really wants to talk but cannot because yeah. it has no uh, faculty to hear, see, taste. Yeah. yeah. I do like that like uh, Slinky is a dog but talks and has like a personality and lives like a regular person and has opinions on yeah. books and shit. And like RC that looks like a car from Cars is doomed to silence. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's remote control. He has he's, no. He has no uh, he's like a dog. But yeah, but so what? Buzz has buttons. Yeah, I guess that's true. And and RC has and shown RC, that he can move. Yeah, on his he own, moves whenever clearly. he wants. Fuck, I love. Fucking Fuck, I love Toy Story. I love Toy Story. I fucking love Toy Story, man. I love it. I love that opening scene in the goddamn rain that was realer than my eyes were oh my able god. to see. Yeah, it, it was, was good so water. good. That water was great, and it was. Oh my god, I can't explain, dude. I what I was starting to say about like the sounds and stuff. Like Toy Story is so tactile for me i yeah. can it just i was it, it hit my brain when my brain was figuring out like asmr like yeah. i just, or like you know what i mean i was like i love just the clicking of his boot like i was obsessed with taking my woody doll and like like plopping his feet on like tiles and sure. stuff and to taking him outside noise, and yeah, just hearing that and like i love in the movie when he falls on pavement it's like <laughs> you know like a sure yeah you know Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. I can relate. Um, and so when they like, especially since they open with like golden era Toy Story, it's like back at Andy's house. It's Woody and the gang, and Andy's sure. a kid again, and they gotta save RC because he's in the fucking rain. It was just <laughs> so I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> woo! Save your friend. <laughs> God, you're all toys. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> It was just so exciting to me. I did love to like that fucking dude who came and bought Bo Peep leaves his box out in the rain. Like he comes to pick up this thing that he apparently was like a collector's item and right. like he just leaves it soaking wet. Yeah, well, you know. So no, he's an idiot. Sure. All right. Where's Al's toy barn guy? Where's mm -hmm. Al? All right. He knew how to take care of his shit. Isn't Al in prison? Does Al does Al get arrested at the end of that? One? No. He goes out of business because uh, he like made a big deal with the museum. And then, like, you see him at the end being like, come on down to Al's Toy Barn. Everything is on sale for a buck, buck, buck. Uh -huh. And then he cries. 
Yeah, damn. fuck out. I fucking love Toy I Story. I love Toy God Story, damn. dude. I will take you through A to Z. Oh, I love them. Sure. It's good. Um, so how would you rank this? Rank them. Rank all four right now. Uh, top to bottom. Bottom first. Okay. Toy Story, uh, but like top to bottom? Like best, best, to, okay. Worst to best. Worst to best. Uh-huh. Okay. This is going to be controversial. Um, Three bottom yeah i agree um one mm-hmm. okay four okay two wow so it's it's strange to me that that this theme left you with a, with a weird taste in your mouth the ending left it a weird taste mm-hmm. in your mouth and you're putting it at because two. this is why like this is what I, was, I guess i was getting at it didn't leave a bad taste in my mouth i'm just fascinated by it i'm fascinated that it operates in I loved Toy Story when I was a kid and I want to see them on adventures again. That's what we were talking about. We love those, the like Halloween shorts and shit and the Christmas short. Right. With the dinosaurs and blah, blah. Like, I just like watching them do go on fucking adventures. Mm-hmm. It's, it's awesome. So like this, this to me f- scratched that itch more than the third one did. Yeah. And the first one I do really love, but I do think it's, um, I would have a hard time hitting play again just sure. by sheer like, the technology, like the animation looking not as great anymore. And it's like fun that you bring up the shorts because that was a vibe that I got right away. Oh yeah, man. And that this is such a hack thing that I think we say on the show at this point, but this kind of felt like a toy story television show in a little bit of a way. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of just because the first sure. three were such a complete arc, right? Mm-hmm. And and this doesn't seem to be really, it seems very much as a standalone kind of thing. And it may, it, it's got big, significant things that happen to the universe, mm-hmm. the universe, Toy Story, whatever. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, it, but it really feels like, like it's a part. Like it feels like it's the, 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 the reboot of the Toy Story franchise, like the soft, soft, soft reboot of the Toy yeah, Story franchise. Yeah, but that's franchise. what makes me so like, do they, if they do more, is it Woody and Bo? Right. on the road um, is it woody and Bo in a weird new town is it woody in paris you know what i yeah. mean like or is it i would like the idea of them getting away from woody i mean the, the whole thing has kind of become <laughs> what do you mean what are you laughing about get away from get woody. away from yeah. i would like them all to just get the fuck away from woody all right <laughs> he's, he's mine he's getting stolen he gets fucking stepped on he's a precious toy precious toy um and let me but yeah so like if you recall, that was the pitch for this one too. I remember hearing that like it, when this was green greenlit, you know, when they said, "Hey, we were probably going to do a Toy Story." You 4. know what I would really like is like a billion dollars. Yes, I would really love that. Mm-hmm. What what was that? That was the pitch for Toy Story okay. Four. <laughs> that was when they were sitting. He was like hanging out in his pool. He's like, "Yeah, I would. I I need more money. Let me know when you have something <laughs> more concrete." Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the idea was that it would get away from Woody and Buzz, which my immediate reaction was, why? <laughs> what is, is that Toy true? Story? I don't yeah. that. Yeah, well, the, like it might focus on the first, a, a new toy or a new newer group of toys. I don't remember. I remember the first thing that I heard about this when they were was that it was a Woody and Bo Peep love story. Really? I remember that was the fir- that was like the first Rashida Jones talking about it. Mm-hmm. They were doing like a oh, I'm talking about before Rashida Jones was even attached to the project, and uh, they were just when it was wow. slated IMDb, we we're doing a Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. This is like you know when 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 Toy Story three was was Buzz gets recalled to Taiwan for right. like a number of years when, it, when Aunt May was listed as Carnage, right? Yeah, as playing <laughs> Rosemary <laughs> Harris as Carnage. Tight. Deliver us from evil. From me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shing, shing. Yeah, good. 
That was for like four people who were on IMDb in 2006. Yeah, you know. Anyway, well, I think that you can infer what happened. Yeah, yeah, right, somebody marked Rosemary Harris's carnage. Yeah. That's, um, that's, uh, yeah. Oh, you, what were we saying? You're saying this is like the, the early, early, like you thought it was going to yeah, focus yeah. on so, new toys. So, um, but I wouldn't be too upset if the next one is just like a new toy story. You know what I mean? Because they, they're good enough at making fun characters. Why, why not do a different story of toys? Look, here's the thing. There's, I don't want it. I don't like particularly yeah, want that, I feel but you. I understand that it's a, it's going to do what it's going to do. So which direction are we going to take it? It feels to me that there's no point in doing that though at this point, because now they've already, they've separated them. We've dealt with the main things we've already seen through the TV specials. So that you're we saying can, there's no point in making can, a Toy Story 5 or no point? There's in no point in doing on. new characters. If, if we've already, like what I'm saying is these, the, the TV specials and stuff have shown us that we can just have these separate cute little stories that still have the characters we love, but it's not, it doesn't have to do with like, who's the best toy. And like, it's just, Oh, they get taken to Bonnie's friend's house over Christmas. And he's got these right toys that want to hurt them. So we're going to do this without, right. We're just going to hear just all of this without Woody. I don't what I'm saying. Or do you have them? Do you reunite them in the very next movie? Cause yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I hope so. Please, please. <laughs> sure. I did, oh, please. Woody and Buzz. It's like fucking peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and chocolate. This is one of those ones where I think I just so thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I almost don't have too many critical thoughts about it yet. Yeah. I, that doesn't happen very often. Usually I'll be able to do like the narrative watch and the, and the critical watch at the same time. I think it's done a very interesting thing in that as we've just been talking through the themes of all these movies, mm-hmm. they've all been the same. Like if if I really reduce it, if I really boil it down, yeah, this whole franchise has been the same story toys about Woody over talking. and over again. Yeah, toys and if they could talk. Wow, can you fucking imagine Get their clinky little feet on the clinky little? <laughs> Do you tiles. hear his boots on the concrete? <laughs> <laughs> this was the pitch. Yeah. This was the pitch for story four. Um, I do remember. I have this vivid memory of um, there was some lady. It was like a nurse or something. Was at my house for my grandma and I was playing with toys and I like threw Woody down the stairs or something. Cause I was playing it. They were playing, they were in mm-hmm. an adventure and Woody was being thrown down the stairs and she went, did you see the movie? And I went, yes. And she said, then you should play nice with them. And I'm like, you mind your own fucking business. lady. <laughs> I love toy story. I'm a bigger fan than you'll ever know. <laughs> Name five toys. You can't. I have this, I really remember it. Cause yeah. she like, I felt so shamed. Oh, you were. I was like, how dare you tell me how to play with my toys? Right. Go save my grandmother's life. Yeah. All right. What are you doing in here? All right. <laughs> anyway. Sure. She was right though. You she know, she's stuck. correct. Whatever. And maybe it wasn't Woody. Maybe it was Slinky and he sure. could have gotten his shit all fucked up. Yeah. He's like, I, whatever. maybe she was super right. She's looking out for Slinky. Right. Or it was Buzz and he was electronic and okay. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. We're going to do uh, two handed. Yeah, I was in. I really like had a bizarre wavelength on this one. Yeah, it's okay. You're getting back from Nola. I think we just uh, we just kind of gushed about the movie a little bit. We did. I liked it. I think we we were fair. Yeah, I think we had something. I I was more than fair. It's the best one ever made. (laughs) By the way, by the way, when I was ranking them, that was movies of all time. Sure, that was not. (laughs) That wasn't Toy Story movies. (laughs) Wait, which one first? I don't know. Let's do the predictive text. Okay. You guys know this one. Pretty text me. Text to text. Wait, let me check that. Put it in my bone. <laughs> Ooh. Yike. 
name of the booby and I guess I want to say. <laughs> huh? Wow. Again, it gives me zero suggestions. Toy Story 4 and then three blank gray squares. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? What am I supposed to do with that? All right. What are we doing? Oh, with the predictive text. This is where you type the name of the movie in. Toy Story 4. Then using your phone's predictive mm. text, you uh, write a short review about the film. Send yours in to uh, reasonablebeef at gmail.com. Very cool. Put it in your phone. Toy Story 4th Street is the worst dudes in the country. The only thing worse than them is a real estate agent. God damn, dude. I like, so to, I like to imagine that like Toy Story 4th Street is like a gang. Toy Story 4th Street. <laughs> like, yo, Toy Story 4th Avenue. Whatever. That would only work if I could do a mean voice, and I can't do a mean voice, so we're going to move on. I have a Toy Story 4 hour. I gotta get you a big smile. I'm gonna be the first one to come get you. I'm sure you know. I cannot believe we have been very, very grateful to have a family. <laughs> How did it get there? I don't know. My, from, the four, see, from the first one, I, like when you type in the number four for yeah. some reason, it, it just makes the predict text go insane. Toy Story 4 donuts. <laughs> Good. All right. Do you, do, do you see uh, the difference in how we must text each other? Mine is like, I'm so grateful. I'm going to have a good time. And yours, real estate agents. Yeah, and there's nothing Texas. worse than those fucking people. Than <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said the F word. Whatever, man. Which word? What? Okay. Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two-headed movie critic. All right. The two-headed sequel writer? No, we're not even going to do sequel writer. Just do thoughts about Toy Story. We're going to mix it up. <laughs> Fine. All right. Me? Yeah, first? start it off. All right. <clears throat> Woody and Buzz are going to never meet again. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. That was all I was thinking about. Wow. And it was over. <laughs> you want to keep going? No. No, that's fine. All right. How are you feeling? Fine. You seem a little odd. Thanks, Tim. You want to do this on mic? No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> no, did it, did it really upset you when, when that buzz and like, did it really disquiet yeah. you for a few days afterwards? No, just like in a true, I, 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 I've never felt that really with a movie. And I really mean this. I've never felt the true like childhood, like, like heartbreak of that. Yeah. Of like Woody and Buzz are not to get, it's like taking away Spider-Man's webs. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Like, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, it really it, bummed me out. It was just, I was just like, this is like a staple of let alone pop culture, but my life. This is something we should unpack. Maybe I think we might do a um didn't Toy Story turn twenty five this year? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's twenty four. Maybe we'll do like a retrospective on the whole thing. I think it's about time we watched all these stupid ass movies again. I love the second one. Me too. I haven't that's the one I've watched the least, I think. I like Someone's that video stealing game. Woody. That line is burned it's in it. my head. I don't know yeah. why. Did you play the Buzz Lightyear game on yes, PlayStation? That must that have been shit it. Was great. Yeah, it's a great game. I love. I had that it game. for the Dreamcast. I love how too, and it is an upgraded version, and it's fucking sick, dude. It's very unclear to like what you want to talk about the rules of the universe, like because in that you in that game you are a toy who can also blast shit to smithereens. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, it's more small small soldiers than Toy Story. Yeah, like you're just w running around, and like toys are trying to kill you. Yeah. In broad daylight. 
Mike will be so mad that we're back in <laughs> backloading the episode with content. Hey, go to www.patreon.com slash reasonable beef. We have weekly bonus episodes now and they're really good. They're funny and you get to have a great time. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, any amount of money gives you access to that. And check out the discord. The link is on our uh, Twitter. Yeah. I've uh, been in there twice. It's a good time. It was fun both times. We have iTunes things and uh, we have emails. iTunes, Gmail, emails. Reasonable beef at, at gmail.com. Say whatever you want. Why are you, why are you doing that to me? Why are you taking away the only thing that I have? That's, that can't be true. Yeah, it's true. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, I got plenty. <laughs> Ample. All right, bye.